0: Today on the Angel of Words podcast, it's been 60 plus days since my quarantine started and there's been a lot of revelating things that I've noticed in the media and I will be discussing them on deck on the Angel of Words podcast. Hello and welcome to the Angel of Words podcast, my quarantined people. How are we doing? I've been quarantined for 60 plus days. As you can see, my beard is looking like I did an X-Men movie and I'm the feeling for Wolverine, you know? <laughs> what's my man's name that played Wolverine? Oh, God, what's his name? It's not coming to me. Wow. Hugh Jackman. I'm looking like Hugh Jackman right now. Hey, next X-Men movie. You can use me. Just let me know. I'll go on quarantine for another 60 days. Make sure the beard is on point. But everyone, uh, you know, I know it isn't a laughing matter. I know we're getting stir crazy. We want to go outside. We want to live our normal lives. You know, some of us like living normal lives at home. And some of us like to go outside. But for the people that want to go outside, I just want to say, yo, it's going to happen. Don't worry it's going to happen all right you know there's a lot of great leadership that's uh that uh is doing their part to make sure that we don't have to stay caged in and we don't have to remake the movie uh castaway you know but uh for those people who um are upset it, look i understand why you're upset I do, because I'll be honest with you. If I lived in rural Kansas or I was in like North Dakota, like I'm in the epicenter, I'm in New York City. I don't want to go outside unless I know that the possibility of me getting the coronavirus is low. But I understand you guys, you live in wide open spaces. It's probably like five cases or 100 cases or 200. You know, the cases are low, you know? And I'll be honest with you. I do not understand at all Whatsoever, why you are not being tested right away to find out if your states can go on as normal. I get that. I do sincerely from the bottom of my heart. As a as an American, I don't want to see fellow Americans stuck at home when they don't need to be. And apparently, this is what really is mind boggling to me. There is one place. Where the cotton swab tests are being made in Maine by a company called Puritan. It's a medical device manufacturing company in Maine that apparently is in charge of making all the swab tests for the entire nation, which I do not understand. Why, if we have 32 football teams, 32 baseball teams, 32 NBA, because we like sports everywhere. And, you know, we want to survive everywhere. So why do we only have one team making the cotton swamp test? And apparently, from the information that I've gathered, they have a patent on it. And so other states are not able to manufacture the test. Because of the patent. That, to me, is insane. Make the test in the states if you can. Test the people. And if everybody's good in that state, reopen the economy, man. What are we doing, baby? Why? I just don't understand. Maybe it's beyond my comprehension. I'm not in politics. I don't run the country. But it just... It's mind boggling that we have one place and apparently there's only two places making these tests, one in Italy and one here. It just, I don't understand why we are the richest, most powerful, most innovative nation on the planet right now. According to us, but whose, whose opinion matters, but us, the USA, I mean, but seriously, man, this is crazy. There should be no reason why there's just one area of the country that's that can make these kind of tests. The people living out in these rural areas that they're not surrounded by many people should not have stay in place orders. If in that county, in that area, there is no likelihood of a spread of the virus and they have things contained. Bottom line. Now, that being said. I got to keep it 100 with you as as we say here in New York City. Which means I have to be a little truthful with my opinions. Okay, I understand that there's stay-at-home orders in place. They don't make sense. But guys, every time this, these things happen, oh, it's socialism. Oh, it's socialism. Oh, you're, you're holding us back from our capitalistic nature. And then you're going outside picketing. Like I get it. We have the right to protest. But it's not socialism. These politicians have never dealt with anything like this ever in their lives. You know, And when you go outside, you start bringing and, and, and picketing and bringing out Confederate flags. My people, come on. I love you, white people. I do. I do. And I hate it when you do stuff like that. Because the Confederate flag symbolizes so many things that have that, that have been a barricade to progression in this country. Women's suffrage, racial mixing, civil rights, human rights, gay rights. When you bring that flag out, especially when I see women doing it, like, come on. Those, those people that held those flags and had that idea, had that ideology didn't believe that you were equal to a human man, man, a male human being. And when you do stuff like that, it's insidious and it makes us upset here in the mixed urban communities. And I love you guys, man. I love white people. I remember like one of the greatest moments ever in my life was made by two of my white friends who are absolutely awesome. Sarah Forte, Jonathan Calvin. If no one knows this, I am a humongous fan of Lady Gaga. Ever since she first came out. La la, ooh la la, poker, poker, poker face. Like amazing fan. And I remember for my birthday, they live in Chicago. They lived in Chicago, Illinois. So for my birthday, they were like, why don't you come out to Chicago in the summertime? It's beautiful. We can go watch a Cubs game. You know, we can really enjoy Chicago. It's not going to be cold. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to take a flight out to Chicago. I'm going to go chill with you guys because I haven't seen y'all in forever. And y- y'all are awesome. Let me go check y'all out. Right, so I took a flight to Chicago. They come to pick me up at the airport. I drop my stuff out at the crib, and they're like, "Yo, Angel, put on your best clothes. We're leaving the house right now." And I'm like, "All right, cool, let's do it." And I'm like, and "They're like, and I'm like, where are we going?" And they're like, "Oh, don't worry about it. It's a surprise." And I'm like, "All right, cool, bet." So I get dressed. We get in the car. We start taking a drive, and all I and then. As the drum I'm like, yo, guys, like, where are we going? Cause now I'm like passing Gary, Indiana. Like, I'm like, I'm in rural country. I'm starting to see windmills. I ain't never seen a windmill in my life. There's fields and fields of windmills in america it is insane and cows for days i ain't never seen anything like that you know i'm from new york city i'm from harlem from the projects i have never encountered those things in my life i read about them i see them on the internet but i've never seen it up close windmills in in rural america it was amazing i'm like guys where are we going and they finally blow up the secret We were approaching Indianapolis, Indiana. They took me to the Conseco Fieldhouse to watch Lady Gaga live, because they knew that I could not afford a ticket in that time at Madison Square Garden and the Barclays hadn't been built yet. So that didn't even exist. You know, and they took me to see my favorite artist in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I had the time of my life. I will never forget that experience. These people will live in Angel of Words lore forever. So when I see these insidious. Uh, uh, symbols being brought out because of self-quarantine and self-quarantine and socialism and this and that. It just, it doesn't make sense. And I understand that some parts should not have the regularities, the the regulations as other parts. I get it. And you know who also gets it? Our, Our governor, Andrew Cuomo. He gets it. You know, and I get it, but it makes us upset. You know, it it, it makes Americans upset when we start seeing that, man, because we I'm tired of us being divided. This is a you. This is a universal thing, whether you're black, white, Asian, Middle Eastern. It doesn't matter. Black, purple, rain, whatever. It don't matter. We're all dealing with this together. You know? And there's no reason to get upset. Go to your officials. Go to your governor. Tell them, yo, get us the testing so people can find out that we're good and that we can continue moving forward. Now, speaking of Andrew Cuomo... The man got off to a little bit of a slow start. I ain't gonna lie, got the PBE a little bit late to the nursing homes. There was a big issue with that. They're still asking about nursing homes in the media right now in New York and what's happening with that. You know, and as people know, you know, nursing homes are—they're uh, not funded by the state. Apparently, they fund the people going there, and then the the, the people that work those private facilities—they have to figure out whether they can handle people that are going into the, into those locations or not. Well, the people that are already in there, if they get Corona, if they can handle the patient or not, they can be isolated. If they can actually treat them the way they're supposed to, or if not, they get transferred to other locations. Now, I got to be honest. One of the funniest things that I've seen in the last seven days, bro. Yo, you got to love Andrew Cuomo, man, because Andrew Cuomo is that straight New York, blue-collar, white guy. You can tell that Andrew Cuomo has been to the strip clubs in Jackson Heights, or he's been to Sin City, but he's also been to the luxurious clubs on the Upper West Side and in Chelsea and in in the meatpacking district. Andrew Cuomo, you could tell, is a real New Yorker. That real white New Yorker that's like, yo, I love everything. An open-minded human being. Way different from Trump who thinks like people are beneath him. It doesn't even matter. Like, if you have no money, you're beneath me. You're a peasant. That's the way Donald Trump comes off because that's the way he speaks to the media. And that's a different story. We'll leave that. Maybe we won't get to that. I don't know. But let's talk about Andrew Cuomo versus Addison Mitchell McConnell, Jr., Oh my God, yo, the funniest thing, bro! I love it when people get called out, especially in politics. It makes for excellent TV, for absolutely excellent TV. I enjoy it. Mario Cuomo's been coming out calm, cool, collected. Well, yo, he's the master of PowerPoints presentations. By the way, oh my God, I never saw a man make a PowerPoint presentation that interesting in my whole entire life. Like, Andrew Cuomo should do a tutorial on YouTube on PowerPoint presentations, and he'll probably break the whole entire fucking YouTube. Honestly, YouTube will be like, oh my God, this how-to video is exploding. Like, what are we gonna do? Like, for real. Just like in the versus battle, they fucking exploded all the fucking Instagram. It's freaking insane. But Cuomo has been amazing trying to get us, you know, and he understands that because because New York is like the West Coast, the Midwest, like we have different parts. So I like the fact that he's letting people know, like, yo, just because we're going to open up New York, don't think that you're going to be driving from the Bronx or Brooklyn or Queens up to the beaches that are opened up in, in uh, up there towards the lake, Lake George. You're not going to Lake George right away. Hold it down. You know, we got to make sure everybody's good. But I like the fact that Mr. Cuomo called out Mitch McConnell because I don't know what it is about fucking Mitch McConnell. He just rubs me the wrong way sometimes, bro. He looks like that miserable, angry white man that is upset that women can speak out that gays can hold hands in public. He just seems like a guy who's miserable. And I feel like he needs a hug. He's not loved. Mitchell does... Nobody loves you. Like... I want you to be loved, bro. You crazy, man. How you going to say that states should go into bankruptcy? And I know why you're saying that. It's in your best interest for the, for the wealthiest states, which are the blue states, to go into bankruptcy because then it makes your state the poorer states in Kentucky. It makes them a little bit more powerful politically. And I know, you, I know where you're getting your money from. Big tobacco, you know, super PACs. And it's all good, bro. It's politics. I get that. I get that, but it makes you look like an evil human being. Like, we're not bailing out the blue states, bro. When the blue states are the the states that put in the most money to the federal coffers. Come on, bro. And I love the way that that, 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 that Andrew Cuomo called them out. It had to be done. It had to be done. And I like the way that Cuomo was just calling people out. Cuomo to me is like the most bipartisan politician right now. I don't know if he's a Democrat. He has like, he's like a Democrat with like a Republican swag. It's insane. Like I've never seen a politician and it's act like that or be that way, be so transparent, so lucid, but yet so real, so dickheadish. Like it's amazing. This guy runs the gamut of a politician and one human being. He's a beast. And it's crazy how in critical times and crisis happens, how people rise to the top. And I got to be honest, I, I enjoy watching this man speak. But I got I to gotta be honest with you guys. You know who I also enjoy speaking? And don't hate me, America. Or do hate me, whatever you want. But I got to be honest. I enjoy watching Tucker Carlson and Mr. Sean Hannity. I know you're going to be like, really? Why? They're assholes. And that's exactly why. And I am so mad that Sling TV is no longer offering free Fox News service. Because I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't have cable. So I've been watching free sling TV. And for the last two weeks to three weeks, I've been watching nothing but Fox News. And Fox News is so entertaining. And I understand now why people feel the way they feel. You know, and I'll be honest with you. These men are great journalists, Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity. They're evil as fuck, they're capitalistic as fuck, but they're non-apologetic about it. And the reality is, America, that capitalism is about exploiting resources to get the most gain from them. It's just a reality. Look at slavery, look at using immigrant workers in this day and age to work under minimum wage. Look at outsourcing to China, to India. It is what it is. You have to go to sleep at night and realize that you live in a capitalist country and you like it. And that's what it is. And what I respect the most about these guys, even though I don't agree with them, I'm a bipartisan Asshole, like, like. Sometimes I side with Republicans. Sometimes I side with Democrat. All depending on the issue. I don't give a fuck. They, Cause first and foremost, in America, like I said before, we have different teams. Well, I don't know why in politics we only have two teams. I don't like either team. I want to be on the bipartisan team. Maybe this should be a bipartisan uh a, a party. that started the bipartisan party. I like it because independence sounds like you're too much of a rogue. You're not really a team player. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I like the bipartisan party. Maybe we should start that. But honestly, like I got to respect these guys because they're unapologetic about being capitalistic Americans. And I get it. And I, and I can see the, the, the straight hate rhetoric they spread. Like I can see. And it's not like they hate. They just hate being controlled. And I can see why people go out there and they pick it and they feel a certain way. Like they know how to rile people up. I mean, these guys should be, you know, representatives of the Republican Party in terms of in the political world, not only doing political news, you know, but they're very entertaining It helps you see the other side because, you know, sometimes you see all these things. You're like, yo, I don't understand this. Why is this happening? Like, why do people come out here with like these flags and this and that? Like, why are they so racist, this and that? And it's like, yo, like, and I'm not even saying that Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity are racist. You know what I mean? Because they won't do that overtly on a, on a, on a, on a program, but. The way that they're just so gun ho about issues and they're so gun ho about the capitalistic ideal, you got to respect it because at least they're true to the game, you know? And uh, they love Donald Trump. And Donald, I got to be honest, guys. I love Donald. Well, I did love Donald. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about Donald. I don't know right now. You know, Donald is like, you know, like that that beautiful girl that you had a great relationship with and like she's your friend and maybe you do have sex, maybe you don't have sex with her, but she still comes around and you just don't know what to think about her, you know, but you know that she's special in some way, whether physically, mentally, whatever keeps her around, she's special in some way. And Donald is just special right now. Like I, I just, I just feel bad for him. This is not his forte. It's just not, you know, it's not. This is not for him. You know, Don, Donald cares about the bottom line and, and and things that are tangible, things that he can see and eliminate, you know, opposition that 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 is not is not ambiguous. And right now, the coronavirus is as ambiguous as you're going to get. You can't see it. You can't smell it. You can't touch it. But it exists. And it's 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 breaking. Apart. You know, it's ending Americans, you know, and then like, yo. I just want to say, God bless anyone who's lost anyone to the coronavirus. Um, like I truly, truly give out all my condolences. I feel really bad for anybody that's lost anyone, you know, because you know, you can't even bury them in in, in a natural way or or, you know, even go and together to do a cremation and give a final prayer, you know, if you're religious, if you're not religious and it just sucks. And I just really want to give my condolences out there. everyone dealing with this situation because it's you know it's not funny man you know because because we're not we're not dealing with something we know that's that's the problem we don't know about this virus we don't know about it you know we know about the flu so we go out there we work you know what i'm saying we take flu shots we wear masks if we're sick depending on you know how, how how adamant you feel about the situation but the coronavirus we don't know we're still learning and i feel bad for donald you know, like you know, a lot of people are like yo f him, and he's this, that, and, and I'm like, look, like I just feel bad for him. He's not cut out for this, man. He's not cut out for this. He's not cut out for this, you know. And, and I'm happy that he hasn't been going to the press briefings because. It's just he shouldn't be there, man. Like, you know, he's, he's exposing himself. And, you know, if, I, if, I, if I'm a person in his uh, running his political campaign, if I imagine if I'm managing his campaign, I don't want him out there, man, because, he's you know, he's looking, you know, like you don't sarcasm. is great. I love being sarcastic. I may be one of the most sarcastic people in the world, and I understand Donald Trump's sarcasm to a T because Donald Trump is from New York. And if there's anything I know is New York City. Because a lot of, I don't know if you know a lot of people, a lot of you don't know me, but like I've immersed myself in so many different cultures in New York City. It's insane. I've hung out with so many different people and try to learn cultures. I get it. You know? And and, and I just feel bad for, for, for Donald because it's just like, man, like you you're not prepping yourself, man. You're not taking the time to do your research. You're overwhelmed. You know? It's not like Andrew Cuomo. Who is ready with the powerpoints and is explaining things and is answering questions? And if he doesn't know an answer to a question, it's not, or he hasn't been briefed on it, or it's not his cup of tea. He goes, guys, guys, what do you have for me? That's it. They answer the question, and that's it. You know, it's like sometimes when the when the presidential briefings come, it's like I don't know who's gonna speak first. You're you're expect the president, but then it's like, yo, what's happening? You know, and I just feel like Donald, like, man, like, God, like, you're from New York, bro. Represent. Represent, bro. Go out there. Educate yourself. Take the time to learn what's going on, man. I feel like it's all preparation. You're our president right now, man. You got to act like it. And if you don't, if if it's overwhelming for you, then just don't go out there, man. Don't expose yourself. And don't be sarcastic saying we should ingest Clorox or, you know, uh, or sniff Lysol. Like, come on. That's, you know, it's not a funny time. You know, when you're at a press briefing, it's not a time to be funny. You have hawks there. You have the best political and federal journalists in the world. Just like you have the federal government and you have the the state government and the local governments, you have the best federal journalists there. They are the best at what they do. They will call you out on everything you say. Their memory is an elephant. They're never going to forget. You know, and I want to see you do good. I want a highly contested battle for the 2020 presidency. It makes for great media. I love media. I'm a media man. I eat it up. And right now, a person like Joe Biden may take you out, bro. May take you out. Now, I want to talk about something that's very important. I heard a story the other day. I read it. I saw it online, and and you know there was a there was a shootout, um, and a cop died. A cop got shot and uh, passed away uh, over a domestic violence call. And my thing is like, oh my god, like it just makes me so mad, man. Like, stop it, bro. Like, kill yourself if you don't love yourself. Stop hurting innocent children and innocent women, bro. And if you're in a same sex same sex relationship stop hurting each other as well. You know? Sometimes things aren't good for us. Go sleep on a park bench. Go think about what you want to do with your life. Stop hurting someone that's like innocent, man. And if you're dealing with domestic violence in New York State, please call The number for the New York State Domestic Hotline number. It is 1-800-942-6906. 1-800-942-6906. And the one for New York City is 1-800-621-4673. That is 1-800-621-4673 if you're dealing with domestic violence. Because this is crazy. And... You know, we're in close quarters. We're quarantined. And, 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 you know, and I don't want to feel like people are being, I I don't want people feeling like they have to be forced to stay in a situation that they don't want to be in. You know, there's people close to me that are dealing with those kind of situations. And I I really, like, I'm not feeling that. You know? Now, I also want to talk about things that I love. Netflix. Yo, y'all coming out with a new show, like, every three seconds. Y'all are wilding. I love it. Thank you. Black as fuck. Funny. Hentified. I just got put on. Hilarious. I might do a top 10 moving forward. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Also, I love 90 Day Fiance. Oh, my God revelating stuff. And I use you know, I usually don't have time to watch this stuff. And I've only seen one episode. So I you know, I can't say I'm in love with it, but man, good stuff. It's funny. You know? And I just want you guys to entertain yourselves. Cause I know that, you know, there's not much to do. And you know, and, and I'm gonna be honest, there's a lot of things that I do miss, but I'm surprised that I haven't felt more rancor, if you will, that I haven't been able to be around it. And that is sports. I love sports, man. And, you know, it's like, I don't know, like, I don't know about you guys. If you miss sports, I mean, I hope it comes back, but I don't know. I haven't missed sports that much. I really haven't. You know, I've been having a lot of entertaining situations, just watching what people do on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, everything, to keep themselves entertained. You know, <laughs> but um, you know, I, I I do hope that it comes back, and I do hope that we we go back to a, a you know, a relatively normal life, and I just want for all of us to do what is necessary. Uh, especially, you know, because the people that are living on top of each other, us in these urban areas, let's just do what we have to do. Let's be patient. I know that, that that um, you know, the, the uh, rural areas are going to be opening up. And, uh, you know, there's going to be beaches opening up. And, you know, I just want everyone to be responsible. This thing is going to end. You know, it's going to be... Something that moving forward, I mean, you know, we're just going to have to be cognizant of and we have a a new reality in life that we have to deal with. But, you know, that's what we do. I mean, as human beings, we adapt. We're going to adapt to the situation, you know, just don't put each other in uh, in harm's way. Help each other if we can. And, uh, you know, take entertainment for what it is. Entertainment. Don't take it to the gut. You know? Stop using hate as something funny. Hate isn't funny, man. Hate didn't get us to where we are right now as a society. You could be capitalistic and humane, even though some people are going to be like, well, that's an oxymoron. But maybe we can start a change. Maybe we can develop. Capitalism and democracy and make it something better, grander, more substantial moving forward after this coronavirus, because that's what I really hope that's going to happen. And that's what I really think is going to happen. You know, we have to start thinking outside the box, making new maneuvers, learning how to do things in a different way. But we're going to do that. It's fun. It's exciting. It's exciting to try new things and do new things. It is. So let's step our game up as United States citizens. Let's stop letting hate spew through our veins. And worry about what we need to do so that our kids and our future is a lot brighter, a lot happier, and a lot safer. I hope you enjoyed my quarantine revelations. And if you would like to continue following me and the Angel of Words podcast, please go on to YouTube and type in Angel of Words ENT. You can find me there. You can also find me on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever you get your podcasts at Angel of Words Podcast. And if you want to see my shenanigans on social media and the things that I love to post, please follow me on all my social media platforms at Angel of Words ENT. Take care of yourself, America. I will talk to you later.